Welcome to the SBP Podcast, the voice of mobile film. I'm your host, Susie Botello. We all wonder about stuff in our heads, don't we? We play the what-if game, and then sometimes it takes us into some pretty interesting scenarios. So our guest, Ari Tyros, turned a concern about a what-if scenario after a horrible true event into a movie. And he used a camera that we all have in our hands and in our pockets to share that story with the world in a very entertaining way. So let's go to Canada and have a conversation with him now. Hi, Ari. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Susie? I'm doing great. Uh, you're in no, uh, you're in Toronto, right? Toronto, yeah. Okay. See, I have a pronunciation issues here. No, no, no. Um, you're great. <laughs> Um, so that's in Canada. Uh, just confirming some people may not know that, you know, never know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's not like everybody has to know where San Diego is, right? <laughs> California. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, just to keep this light at first, you know, so how did you become a movie theater murder? <laughs> um, do you want me to give away like the plot of the movie? Well, how about this? How about you just share? I mean, I'm I'm basically just kind of joking, but that is that. What's the the name? Why don't you share the name of your film? Uh, see, um, Ari actually won um, second place in our international mobile film festival in San Diego, um, and then you also just won another award uh, for that same film. But why don't you tell them a little bit about about uh, how I became a movie theater murderer. Yeah. Um, so how I became a movie theater murderer was inspired by um, just some anxiety in my life. Like I, I go to see a movie probably, uh, it's petered off a bit now, but once a week is kind of typical. And um, there were, there were like a lot of shootings happened at, around the same time and it all kind of, it hit a height with the, the Batman one, the dark Knight, Um, and it, it just made me when I, when I went to movie theaters, I would kind of be scared. And I'd, every time I heard a noise or someone new entered the theater or someone left, I would kind of, um, I would just tense up and I, and I, my brain would go like, Oh, maybe this is going to happen here. And what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to try to hide under the seats? Are you going to try to run out of theater are you going to try to confront them and and so it just meant that I was like not enjoying a lot of the movies that I went to see and that was for some people who may not know that was an event that happened where it was a huge um shooting that took place in a movie theater what year was that by the way that was in I think it was 2012 and it was in Colorado and I yeah I like I can't remember for sure but I think like 60 maybe it was 20 people might have died like it was a big yeah it was a huge huge yeah event. Yeah. All right. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, and and so I just I I remember telling some people that I had that feeling, and and then hearing back from them that they had also get that when they go to see movies. And so I was like, okay, maybe this is kind of a more universal thing, and a lot of people relate to it. It definitely is. Um, I remember during the Q&A panel uh, in our film festival, because I was asking you where you got the idea, and mm. you were mentioning that, um, and, and we went into a little bit about how you get ideas uh, for films, uh, you know, like a lot of filmmakers and, and writers uh, do get the their idea, because a lot of filmmakers also write their their films, you know. Uh, at least yeah. nowadays. I mean, in, especially in our world of um, mobile film. Um, oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it really is more, it's got more of the do-it-yourself type of uh, culture embedded in it than than just regular independent filmmaking, even though that's also part of independent filmmaking. Um, uh, but one of the, uh, the, 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 the things that happen. I mean, not everybody would go and, and say, oh, this scares me. And, 
have an event like that and go, oh, I think I'll make a movie. And there's a reason why you did that because, I mean, um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your your background? Because it's not like you were born a filmmaker or were you? <laughs> um, no, no, no. Uh, I, I'm an actor first and um, there's definitely, I don't know if pressure is the right word. Uh, but it, because I think it's a positive thing that we have to create our own work, but there is a need to like really kind of pave your own way. Um, and so that was definitely part of it. Like just giving myself a vehicle to perform and, and the story was personal because it's something that I had felt in my life. And, and so it all kind of, it just, it just worked out well. And I think a phone was, um, was also the perfect tool to use at the time because I, I had never made a movie before and, and it really requires like a minimal crew. And, um, so that was a lot easier to kind of be like, okay, I'm making a movie. I know what my shots are going to be. It's technically easier and more accessible to me than a film camera. Um, yeah. Where did you get the, well, not the idea, but where, where did you find out that a phone uh, camera would be, you know, one to use for making a movie, though? Um, I'm trying to think. I think it might have been Tangerine. I think Tangerine had been out for, a, a, like, maybe a year, under a year, and I hadn't seen it at that point. Um, it's like the the full-length feature film it's uh it's um yeah, Sean it's, Baker it's and Chris Bergot yeah right. it's the it's the one the most famous uh mobile film I think right is yeah uh, is and Tangerine. so I was like and it was it went I think to Sundance or something and I was like wow like they can go to Sundance <laughs> imagine what I could do <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and there's probably there I think there are a few others that have gone to big film festivals like that. They just, um, they haven't become famous films. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Um, and they, I don't think they were um, shot to that extent, uh, you know, as far as a feature film uh, yeah. during that time, you know, that Tangerine did. So I think it was, it's definitely very unique. And then, of course, it, it was picked up by uh, Magnolia Pictures, uh, and ran in theaters, I think all over, all over the country. Um, yeah, I, I saw it, uh, like, I guess four or five months after I made my movie. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's, um, it's awesome. It's a really great, it's like the story's great and, and the way they shoot it is very, uh, inventive and, um, just smart. Like using the phone, you like forget that it's a cell phone. Yeah, that's the whole, that's, yeah, yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> yeah, then you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, they have good actors, too. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. Yeah, totally. and see, that's that's also really important. I was actually discussing this part about, you know, and you being an actor, you can relate to this, that, of course, the first thing, you know, and I've preached this myself a lot, which is, you know, the story, the story, the story, uh, but there are pieces to it. It's like the story is a foundation and the acting is what carries the story. So if you don't have good actors to carry your story, then you, you really are risking the story. You know, the yeah. camera really is the last thing. I mean, if you have a good story and you have good actors, I mean, that's that's key right there. And, and I've always felt that way. You know, I mean, if you think about it, we go to the movies to see the story, but we also go because of the actors. Yeah. You know, but those actors, I mean, they weren't famous actors, but they were awesome. Yeah, and I think some of them are the main character wasn't even an actor. Yeah, one of them from what I heard yeah. on the story. But we better not share too much of their story. Maybe someday they'll True. come on here and want to share their story <laughs> themselves, like, hey, right? Or like, this is about you. This is about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, so let me let me share with the audience. Now, you did shoot your film with the 6S, right? An iPhone 6S? Yeah, that's okay. right. Um, so 
uh, I have to congratulate you, and I'm going to do this in front of everyone right now. Um, cool. And I have to congratulate you. Now, I, you were at our film festival in San Diego. I totally congratulated you there uh, mm. up and down for winning that, that prize in our film festival and because you were there, so you walked away with the trophy. That was yeah. awesome. So, But you just won the best director in the world right for a mobile for the same mobile film by the global mobile film awards which is an award ceremony and that's a pretty that's a pretty freaking awesome award so why don't you share go ahead and give that speech now <laughs> um yeah well it's huge like i uh I was actually, I was sleeping and I, I woke up in the middle of the night. It was like 4.30 a.m. And I checked my phone and I saw that I'd won. How <laughs> and awesome. I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> but now I can't sleep. Right? Did you roll over and go back to sleep? I don't think so. I wasn't able to. No, it took me like two hours of like meandering. Um, but it did give me, it did give me a, a boost of confidence. And, and it's funny, like this, this movie was made two years ago and I'm still kind of um, reaping the benefits from it which is really nice and it's, it's amazing that you're telling me this because that's um, uh, I would never have known you know I heard from a few people like oh I just found out you know what I'm saying they just woke up and found out you know because it yeah. was later um but yeah, keep sharing because I, I'm I'm just gonna sit back here and just listen to your speech now. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So I uh, really happy to win it. It's a huge confidence boost. I'm sure it's gonna help um, me make stuff in the future, just in the terms of being like, hey, I won this like best director award, and and hopefully people will be like, okay, let's let's give them money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Where do you go from there? Where do you go from here now? I mean, you just won that that award. What do you do now? Um, so I have I have a, a project in the works. It's um, it's a virtual reality series. So it's it's actually like a feature length film. It's like ninety five minutes of fifty five episodes. Whoa! And um, yeah, and so right now we shot it in twenty sixteen, the end of twenty sixteen, about a year ago, and it's in Switzerland with my collaborators. Um, being stitched together and I actually met them at a film festival in Switzerland and, and they saw how I became a movie theater murderer and they were like, okay, we want to help you with your next thing. Um, wow. So that's in post-production and it's about um, uh, you, the viewer, are, are a grandma in a coma and you can watch. It's <laughs> it what I've always thing. wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was a thing when I was, when I was really little, I, um, I thought that when our grandparents died or when any of our family members died, they would just kind of like watch, watch your life and they'd switch between family members. So they'd like essentially watch all their family's members lives, like, like a TV channel. Oh, like, Oh, this is Ari's, uh, episode. Oh, now we're on, uh, his sister's episode kind of thing. And yeah. so it's, it kind it's kind of around that. And so it's like a grandma who's watching, um, all the episodes of the different members of her family and, and there's like chaos in that. Um, so it's very much like a family drama. And I just, I had an idea the, the other day that I've, it's like super recent that I've been writing, um, a new short film. Nice. Yeah. So are yeah. you going to shoot it with a red camera or are you going to use an iPhone again or something? What do you think? I don't know. I I think I think um what it afford like I think there's for this new one there's like a potential for like a teaser for the short. Cool. Um so the teaser might be able to be shot with a, an iPhone which would then help gain I, I don't know funding and or um cast and crew to work on the short. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, that's a that's a pretty cool uh, technique, like a way to market your film. Uh, that I mean, you wouldn't be the first to try something like that. Uh, but um, 
a lot of people don't do that with a phone you know what I'm saying but it's definitely the way to go because you know you can save uh, it's a super cheap alternative I mean yeah you save your budget and that way and you're like I mean think about it it's like look what I could do with a banana imagine what I could do with a melon I don't know it's like <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's the first That's thing that came to <laughs> right <laughs> um, but you know it's like you know, imagine, okay, so I can drive around there. I can I can beat somebody in a Honda. Imagine what I could do with a Lamborghini. Okay, how's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's better. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. You know, I think your grandma's story thing with the channels and everything, that's a pretty unique idea. I've, I don't, I've watched a yeah, lot I'm of movies. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Never... I think right now it's finding, um, it's, 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 like, it's a new technology that's not widely accepted. Yeah. And it, right? for for <laughs> VR, it's like rare for anything to be longer than twenty minutes. Yeah. And so it's like ninety five. So it's like really <laughs> pushing all the limits. And so I don't know that it has. I don't know that there's space in the industry for it yet. Um, well, here's something to consider. Now you can't watch these on a big screen. No, right. you have to watch it using the headset. Right, and that's why you would kind of... I mean, I like the idea of the web, the the episodes because then people can take a little break from totally. wearing, totally. you know, wearing a headset for like 90 minutes straight. Yeah, Come out of that, totally. you know, like, oh, I need to take some Motrin or something. Yeah, um, exactly. But that's that's really pretty pretty cool and yeah I, I haven't heard of anyone making a full feature film like that have you I mean like I I haven't um I haven't I can't think of anything off the top of my head um I remember when I started making it I heard that there was there was a director making like a six hour long episode thing but I don't know if it actually got Holy made cow. or if it was just yeah Take a because I think it with is your VR set on. <laughs> yeah, I think they were. I think they were expecting to for VR to be um, more mainstream now than it is now. Like yeah. they were projecting it to be bigger than it is, uh, which doesn't mean it's not to say that it won't be bigger. It's just that it's taking more time than they anticipated. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> Me starting this back in 2009 when everybody was telling me I'm crazy. I can't say that. I can't do that. I don't judge ideas that are so out there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, it's it's true. Like the, the Cineplex by my house um, has the whole first level is now VR booths. Yeah. Well, and so. who's to say, right, that they're not going to uh, create big screens that will somehow adapt for VR playing? True. You know? I mean... Yeah. If I were out there and I was looking for, you know, I'm an innovator and I'm looking for the next best thing no one's tapped on, that would be the, you know, and I had the funding to, you know, like Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, next thing I'm going to create is going to be, you know, uh, talk some people into going in with me and get the best designers for, for this thing and create a big screen that will actually absorb people. Because if you think about it, a theater is dark, Right. And so it makes you focus on the screen. It's all the light in the screen. The light in the room is the screen. Uh, I'm sure there's got to be a way to be on. I, I say I'm sure because I believe in magic. I believe anything is possible. Um, and so if there is a, a big enough will and persistence, who knows, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think of VR, if like they did it in a movie theater format would essentially be like a planetarium yeah like just that giant dome over you and it has like a 360 view yeah yeah i remember watching those when i was a kid those were pretty cool hmm. um yeah before we go too much into that although you know i don't mind that's the cool thing about podcasts is it it is a conversation and um uh it's not just for us it's for everybody who's listening and they may want to butt in too, <laughs> uh, which, which Call that's, in. right? Call on in. Um, so uh, when, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think of. So you had because I have a bunch of questions for you, and I and I know uh, this is an opportunity because we we wrote that article about you, mm. um, but uh, you 
you learned about filmmaking, uh, being on film sets, right? Yeah. So it's not, but you also, did you take any classes in school or anything regarding um, on, filmmaking? Like on filmmaking, no. Uh, but I think like a, a huge teacher is also just like watching movies. Yeah. And being like, ah, that's what I, like I have an idea of what I want it to look like. And then in the moment, figuring out how to make the shot look like that. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it's just like, I just can't get what's in my head on the camera. So what gave you the confidence? I mean, now you've got more confidence. This is this is why these platforms are awesome, you know, and then you get a price like that. It's like now you got confidence. I mean, it's like God only knows what could come out of you next, you know what I'm saying now, um, as you build up your confidence. But back then, what gave you the confidence to say, you know what, um, and I, I have an idea of what you're going to say because, you know, you're looking at your phone and stuff like that. And I know you're not getting, you know, somebody, some gangster uh, is not handing you the money and the funding and go, you better make a good kid or I'm going to come after you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the 50s. Right. <laughs> but uh, but you had you had the phone. So you already and you saw Tangerine. But what was it, where did you get the confidence to say to your friends, hey, let's make a movie and I'm sure that we're not going to fail on it? Or or how did that go about? Um, well, I hadn't seen Tangerine at the time. And oh. yeah, and not that it mattered. I would just, I remember, I do remember like uh, one of the people who helped me was my roommate, Adam. And uh, we're really good friends. And, and I remember I was nervous every time I asked him to help. Because there is that, like, I don't know that anything's going to come of it. Like, I could make this, and it could be the worst thing in the world, and no one would ever see it. And and I've wasted your afternoon because you were helping me make it. Um, and so there were a lot of there were a lot of times, especially when I was asking other people for help, that I I did feel um, unsure. And I think that that's like kind of a normal uh feeling yeah and, I'm sure. and so it, yeah just to like just instead of like backing away from it just to be like no this is how you are gonna feel when you're putting some some part of yourself on the line and to just lean into that yeah it's like anything anything that you're gonna do if you're ever gonna do anything especially if it makes you nervous like that you have to just keep pushing yourself it's also a test of that burning desire to do it. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. So, so hi, Adam. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then, so, so you finally did tell him, and how did that go? It went well. Like, uh, we, we shot a scene. Yeah, no, that, everyone I worked with was awesome. Like, um, super supportive. Uh, just trying to be helpful and a good friend, and 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 I'm really thankful for for all the support that I got during the making of it. So, how did you come about? Um, so, first, you 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 know, I'm remembering now from from the article and the the interview I did then on on that, and um, I remember you were talking about you know when you wrote it. Um, mm. and how you plan this thing. Cause you know, obviously you don't, you don't just start shooting something without planning it. And one of the, one of the, the tools for planning a, a movie is, is, is writing the screenplay for it. Uh, did you, you use a storyboard or, um, no, figures, I didn't use a... anything. <laughs> no, uh, well I had like a list. Yeah. I had a general list of like, because Julio, our, our DOP, it was kind of like trying to figure out, trying to just give him something to work with. Yeah, because like a it's, shot it's, list or yeah, essentially. But and even in the moment, it was kind of like, okay, well, this is what I was thinking. Like, you sit there, I'll take a little video, you look at it, and uh, try to capture that. Or do you have any ideas that would be better than that? That would make it look more alive or dynamic? And and often he did. Um, and so, so yeah, like I had, I think I had like ideas of what shots would look like, but not, 
um, I never drew them out or anything. Yeah, but you did have the screenplay to to guide you. Oh yes, on there. totally. And then you did some location scouting. Um, yeah, which how did was that kind go? of <laughs> that was kind of a pain. Yeah. Like movie theaters are, um, they they don't necessarily want to rent out, especially to a small budget film. Yeah. Um, and one of them, which is like, there's a couple theaters in Toronto, uh, and I won't name them. But they're very much like cinema lover based, and so I wrote to them and I was like, "Hey, I I come to this theater all the time. Like, I'm thinking of shooting a movie, and there's some scenes that take place in the theater. I was wondering, like, could I um, use your space or rent it? Like, whatever, whatever you need." And they got back to me and they were like, "Oh yeah, oh my god, you can have it for free." Oh, that's what's the, awesome. Yeah, what's the content of the movie? And I was like, okay. So this is, I'm going to shoot called, myself, basically. Yeah, it's called, like, How I Became a Movie Theater Murderer. It's this guy who's afraid of getting killed in a theater. Um, and, and they responded, like, um, actually, because of our, like, we don't want to have that associated with our theater just that concept. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So, of course. It's like, oh, yeah, that's their theater. So, so, <laughs> yeah. So I had to go to another one. And, and it's like, it was just like, if they don't ask, don't tell. Right. And so that one I was able to rent for a couple hundred bucks. That's so cool, though. Gosh. Yeah. You still had to rent it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but still, you needed it. You needed to do that. It was so, it was so, that was like, like the, the scenes that take place in the theater were um, the ones that were originally like the, the concept of the idea was that. Yeah. And then everything else branched off from that. So it was so vital that we were actually in the theater. Well, yeah. Because at one point I was like, oh, maybe like, you know, some condo buildings have cinemas in the basement and. It's just like a kind of big screen and two rows of seat. And I was like, maybe that. And it just, no. No, <laughs> it no and not for, not, not in this. I mean, you could get away with like two chairs in the dark. You know what I'm saying? It could be anywhere. It could be in a garage. You could find two two old movie chairs somewhere and kind of restore yeah, totally. them a bit. But it would just, it would yeah. look so But bad. that was not the case in this thing. You had some action uh, yeah. in there. Actually, you, you you the action in your film. Uh, for for the listeners, don't stop this to go watch the film yet, though. But um, it is <laughs> it is available um, temporarily at least uh, for you to watch it. Um, but uh, the the movie itself in the beginning, Ari, was so fun to watch from the from the time it opens up. And you're narrating this, so that's part of, um, you know, the creativity with the audio. You know? Oh, well, that yeah, that was another, because audio, they, they say that, though. They're like, you can get away with kind of shoddy video as long as your audio is clear. Right. Um, and so the audio that was coming in just off the regular recording of the camera was not the clearest. Um, it was kind of fuzzy and would have like a quality Tiny. to it. Yeah, the yeah. tin, tinny sounds like it's coming out of a, you're talking into a can. Yeah, and so this project was kind of perfect in that sense because it was like a character study and, and what's going on in this one young man's head. Um, and so I was able to record, I volunteered at the time with the Canadian National Institute for the Blind, and so they have like recording booths where we would record audiobooks. Oh. Um and so I was like, hey, on my break, can I just, like, just record stuff on my phone in the booth? And, like, when you record on your phone outside, you have all this extra, like, whatever noise is around you. But in the booth, it's super silent. And so I was able to just get all that done there. Yeah. 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 And, and then, of course, if you ever needed any other sound effects or anything like that, you can just add them on top of it. But you have full control of your of your voice. Yeah, exactly. And we did use some of the we did use some of the sound that came from the phone outside of the booth. Like yeah. in the theater, there was some jumping stuff. Jumping. Yeah. Well, like lunging. 
oh, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. But yeah, the whole the whole opening part of the of the movie when you're getting ready for this, you do say something in that thing the um, the and all the ups. That I could think of. Oh yeah, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, throw-ups. Yeah, that was really. Uh, and you slipped it in there, and it's and it kind of goes by fast, but you catch it, and it's it's pretty funny actually. It's it's actually hilarious to me for some reason when I caught that. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that. That's super funny. Never heard that heard that before, but that was very unique. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, sorry. I'm praising you. I really enjoyed your movie. No, no, no. Don't stop. Um, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I can totally do this uh, because I don't. I use judges for the film festival and the the award that you won in the Global Mobile Film Awards. Um, I have no control over who gets selected, uh, which is great. It makes it easy for me, and it leaves me out of the whole political scene. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Um, But yeah, the the film was quite enjoyable. But also, again, you know, you are an actor. So, you you, I mean, you're obviously a voice actor as well as, you know, a physical actor. Um, And you're very agile. I mean, you were jumping through uh, seats in a theater and (laughs) all kinds of crawling around and doing all these things. How did you come up with the idea of um, of doing it in three steps like that? You know, one, two, three, the, the whole concepts. Uh, that, that was also pretty early on. Like, I don't, I don't remember becoming, like, aware of when that idea came. Yeah. Um, but that, for me, was always very much a, like, like three separate things. Uh, kind of stylized, not necessarily as realistic as the rest. It's kind of like the dream sequence of the film. Yeah. And yeah. I just, yeah, I just like the like the like dark humor that went with that. Yeah, the the development of your story was was really unique. That's why I'm glad that you're inspired too, because I only can I can only expect that at this point you can only go up, you know, from here. Um, I hope so. <laughs> we've inflated you with helium. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like I could go yeah. down far. <laughs> and if you ever go down, it'll be pretty fast and hard, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, one of the other things that, uh, so we were talking about the audio. So obviously you didn't have to worry about, you know, getting microphones. and. Oh, and, and that was that such stuff. a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also very creative. But that really did fit your your story that, yeah like this movie was kind of like perfect to be filmed on a phone yeah well that and also um the other thing that i wanted you to talk about was uh lighting because that that took some creativity as well i mean you are in a theater and the phone is not the best you know the lenses on the in phone low light it's yeah. really not um in the theater though like ugh. I think there was only in the entire movie one shot that's artificially lit, like that's not just whatever the lighting was in the space. Yeah. Um, and that was in, there's like a, three scenes in the theater and one's really dark. And that, the, the one that's really dark is actually the one that's like lit. Uh, right. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just like, it's just um, one light being pointed at uh, me and the other actor. Um, but the theater scenes, we were able the, the, the person working the, the theater when we were there filming, we were able to have them lower the lights and raise them as we wanted. And so we found like a happy medium where it wasn't quite as dark as it would actually be. And it wasn't totally on, but somewhere where it looked like the lights had gone down, but you could still see all the action. And when you, um, I'm just I can sometimes almost hear someone who's listening to this who's never never made a movie before in in his or her life. And they're going, okay, but I got the phone in my hand. I'm looking at it. Okay, maybe I can do this, right? But what does he mean by light? Like, what kind of a light? What, do I just take my, you know, the lamp in my bedroom? What kind of a light can I use? Um, so it was, it was Julio, our DOPs, and it... It was, I think, like a more professional light, but definitely not an, not a like 
extremely <laughs> expensive light. Yeah. Probably be like 20 bucks at home hardware and just attached to a stand so it had some height to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like so much of it was shot without lighting that... Uh, and you can test it. See, that's the cool thing about this too, that it's so efficient uh so simple to do it's like well you know what test it in your room take a few different light bulbs and things like that and test them out well totally and And that's and 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 like when i knew we were filming in this theater like i went to like i would go for my weekly movies i'd go to this theater and before the movies would come on i would like film the surroundings and and just take out my phone and to see what it could do and what it couldn't do so that because we only rented it I think for four hours because right. it was like decently expensive it was like we had to make the most of our time and so there were like mistakes that I had to make before getting in yeah I mean exactly it's like let's get all the failures out of the way yeah so totally. that, <laughs> um and and that's um you know I used to I used to use a styrofoam white styrofoam I'd go to um you know, like the hardware store. I almost named one, but uh, I don't want to do that. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, right? It's like, uh, if you want me to put some ads in here. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, you know, uh, I'd go there and I'd, and, I'd, and I'd walk over to where they have the styrofoams, you know, and they have these big sheets of it and stuff. And I was like, can you cut me a piece about this big and then about this big? And then I'd just put them in the trunk of my car and go. Um, it, it was $3 <laughs> compared to buying a reflector, which cost $20. Okay, Whatever, yeah, you're saving. You know, you need it for pizza and stuff. You got to pay your crew through the yeah. stomach. <laughs> no, totally. Food is uh, one of the most important things. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, um, the lighting is, it is really important, especially with mobile phones, uh, because that's what defines, I mean, when you're thinking about pixels, you can't really get decent quality on your phone. If you can do uh, most of the stuff outdoors, it's kind of like, okay, if you're going to have an airplane crash in your screenplay, take it out. I mean, come on, that's going to drive up your budget. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know? Um, so if there's a, a way that you can avoid shooting some stuff, like even indoors, you know, if you can get away with going, or I shouldn't say indoors, but, anywhere where there's no windows where you can't make use of daylight things like that um, yeah well it's it's like shocking and it's too bad that more of this movie didn't take place outside but it's like the quality of uh your outdoor scenes um uh yeah and just in general like not even in my movie but just like what i've noticed taking pictures or videos is like it's like crystal clear outside and then you go in and it's a totally different phone. Yeah, and that's the the lenses have to blame for that, but th- they are getting better and um I mean, I've I've been talking to some, you know, professional, not just filmmakers that are professional, but like actual video production uh professionals that, you know, shoot videos for companies and things like that, promotional videos and you know, they're, believe it or not, they're not doing artsy videos, so they're very intricate and very existent. They ex- ex- insistent on using super high-quality stuff. I mean, their clients are going to pay for a great, you know, yeah, I like won't name the price, but a lot yeah. of money. And they're like, no, I expect this to look, like, better than a movie. You know what I'm saying? Super yeah. crisp and well-lit and all that. So they really do. And... Uh, they were telling me God, the 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 iPhone X is such a big changer. I'm like, oh, you haven't seen anything yet. Just wait till like three years from now, where you can't really. I mean, those lenses they 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 are working on them. They're, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, and 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 that's the whole key. It's like, well, how do you get? I just want Canon to make a phone. Not, I mean, you know, Red Cam did, but I think it ends up being in the lenses is one of the. One of the keys. <laughs> they make it great cameras too, but it would be great if they made some a phone with really awesome lenses. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, did you use any lenses? Speaking of that, any attached lenses? Like a lot of filmmakers uh, use like wide-angle lenses or anything like that. 
Uh, no, I didn't use any lenses. I used an app, um, Filmic Pro, just because of the right. tangerine. I was going to ask uh, you that, too. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. like, I saw that they used it, and, like, a part of me was like, well, they had so much success doing this. Um, I'm going to try to replicate that. Yeah. Um, and so they used Filmic Pro, which is an app that I think it's, it's under 10 bucks, and it, like, lets you um, change... Uh, I remember when it was two dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gone up. Yeah, no, I don't even it, remember it what it, it lets you. I think it lets you focus a bit easier than the, your regular camera does. But maybe at this point, your camera. I'm sure they've also updated their stuff. Well, yeah. Um, uh, so I remember one of the things with they when they first started out, where they were using the um, you know you um, you can lock focus and exposure, and then the iOS. You didn't even have to upgrade your phone. But Apple okay. upgraded the iOS, and all of a sudden, you just, uh, for our listeners, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you touch the middle of the screen where you want it to focus and you hold your finger there, you will see that you're able to actually lock focus there. And then when you're moving or that person is moving and you're following, everything is not wobbling around on the screen. And you're yeah. not losing that. Um, and it does that with the uh, with the exposure as well. So it, it's handy. Um, but now they do you know, Filmic Pro does all kinds of things, but what, um, what are some of the features that you used, uh, specifically for, uh, from Filmic Pro on your film? Yeah, it wasn't anything too intense. It was like focus and exposure. I'm trying to, like, I don't even know if I have a slow motion shot. Yes. There's one slow motion shot. Okay. So slow motion too. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's all you needed, you know? And yeah, no, um, it, it really was like a pretty bare bones. Um, I mean, if you really wanted to get extravagant, you would do, you know, you could bring it into Adobe After Effects or something like that and then really go wild with it, which is, you know, like uh, what content. Yeah, and did. I used, I and even in that, in the post-production end, I used like, it was like pretty bare minimum. Like I was on iMovie. Being like, add contrast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible on iMovie too sometimes. Yeah, but it, it's but if rough. you, yeah, it's kind of like a photo. If the better you shoot, the better, the better quality that you have shot, you know, um, the, the, the more. There's you more can, to work with it. Yeah. 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 And, totally. Um, you, um, when you won our film festival last year, you got um, film, film convert right oh true yes yes so now when you make this uh next film uh that was a plug-in for our sponsor (laughs) um film convert go check them out (laughs) um but they they're pretty awesome they're actually going to sponsor this next year as well um amazing yeah and they do did you did you even play around with their app yet or um no i i downloaded it and But just because I haven't been, uh, I haven't really made anything that I've been doing any post on. Right, that's true. So far, um, but yeah, it, a it's, to it's good test for it colorization and and all that. Cool. Um, and uh, I also have so I have no experience in that, so I think I would be like. It's actually quite fish out of water. Simple, actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then there are a lot of tutorial videos that you can watch from from users from filmmakers that use it. Um, but it really is quite simple and it's actually fun. I mean, I played around with it for a long time before I contacted them saying, you know, I really love this thing. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it does help. Um, and they have different, um, well, anyways, so much of that. Um, so you used the Filmic Pro app, you used iMovie, right? And, um, and your film originally it was, I, I did, I did push you to shorten it so that you could um yeah originally it was seven minutes and 12 seconds wow great memory so late at night there too no i'm just (laughs) kidding um yeah so i made you so you shortened it to um to five minutes um what what did you find uh do you like the shorter version some people find that when they're pushed to shorten their films they end up tightening up 
things and they actually uh, get a better better reviews that way from their families at least. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I uh, I I I feel like um, especially in this film, I I had already tried to make it as short as possible. Yeah. Um, when I got the seven minutes, and so the five minute version. Uh, the like I think that the essentially like the two minutes that were taken out, yeah, were not vital to the story, hmm. but I do think that they added some interesting, um, uh, just layers, or Was just it like a, a, for advantages for the story or for the entertainment factor. Uh. Because that always is the the key thing for me is like how necessary is something for the actual as part of a story? You know, like say you're making a documentary, like does this really need to be in? Because, you know, if you're shooting a documentary, you get hundreds of hours of stuff, but you're really trying to focus on a story, you know? Yeah, I think I think what's tough about that is it's like... um, it's like, because it's kind of like a character study, it's like those extra two minutes just give you more of a background and more of a, an understanding about why uh, this character behaves and thinks the way they do. And I don't know that it's necessary to really tell the story. Like, I think the five-minute version, totally, you understand why he does what he does. Well, I'll tell and you I think... what, I'll make a deal with you. I, okay, it's not okay. really a deal. Um, why don't you, uh, for our listeners, uh, for their sake, <laughs> for your sake too, uh, why don't you send me a link to your seven minute version? And when, uh, when we share this, uh, we'll share that for the listeners, your seven minute version. Okay, cool. Totally. You like that? Okay, cool. <laughs> Cause I think yeah, they no, should think see, it's... we're talking to you. It's your film and everything. It's not about the film festival per se it's about you as a filmmaker so i only feel like it's the right thing to do and to share your seven minute version seven and twelve seconds version <laughs> yeah and i think i think like if you like there's tons of movies that um or when we used to buy dvds they would have like this is the movie it's two hours and then the there's director's the director's cut, cut. Right? it's like three hours and it's like obviously the director cares about this and <laughs> And has and really enjoys parts because of uh, what they mean to the director about the story that aren't necessarily necessary for the audience. Right. Like remember yeah. the three-hour uh, Lord of the Rings? It's like, and the director's cut is ten hours. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, mm, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> or the different endings. Now those are crucial sometimes because I mean not crucial, but they hurt sometimes because you're like. You get stuck with an ending, and then you see another one. You're like, oh, you just kind of like destroyed the perception that I had. That first ending, yeah, you totally. Know? But but the curiosity, you know, they they killed the cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what gets you. Um, so yeah, we'll do the director's cut. <laughs> cool. <laughs> for, for your film, that way people can understand where you're coming from with this story too, and know what was in your head with this. Um, yeah, and I actually haven't watched haven't watched either edit. Really? In a while. No, I know, like I've watched them and I've watched them a bunch of times, but like uh Well, I mean, I obviously last... you edited that. So once yeah. you're done with the whole <laughs> when I edit, I do the same thing. I'm like I've just watched this over and That's over and too over. Too <laughs> many times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if I was acting, I don't know that I would be able to sit through the you know, yeah, that on top. Mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. this is like your idea, your person is in it, and your technical ability at capturing both of those things. Right. Yeah, it's like these podcasts. You know, yeah, totally. you, when you're when you're listening to it over just to make sure everything's cleaned up and everything, and then you like, okay, I don't know if I want to listen to the whole thing again. <laughs> yeah, just fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Right, but you have to. You know, you, have you do to. have to, like when you're editing a movie, you have to watch the final cut because oh, there might course. be that yeah, one you thing. With... <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can't believe I sent that out to the movie house, right? Yeah, well, I remember I remember, I was editing it all together and it was like, it like just fit really well. And then noticing in one scene that there were like 
bags just in the back of the scene. And it was just like bags of the cast and crew. Oh. And it was in the theater. So like, luckily the manager at the theater was like, uh, if you need any more um, time, we can like give you two hours free just to like pick up any shots that you feel you've missed. And in that sense, I was like, wow, they're really understanding. Like they care about cinema. That's actually um, pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so we were able to go back and just kind of, like, get those couple shots that had stuff in the back. Well, that's be- – you know why that happened when – from what I'm hearing and I'm learning – I learned from, you know, talking to all the filmmakers too, but uh, shooting on a phone, it's something you miss because you're looking at a small screen. Yeah, you know? oh, totally. And the other thing is um, I-, I always give a shout-out to uh, scripts – script supervisors (laughs) because that was my uh I did it to help somebody out on one of the first films that I worked on and then I was good at it and so I got stuck with that job all the time it's it's a nerve-wracking job (laughs) that's very important yes our team was definitely not big enough to have a script right (laughs) (laughs) so the best thing to do I think to um uh, is to get um, a, a monitor of some kind or even an iPad, you know, or a notebook or just something with a bigger screen. That you can see on a larger scale. Or even just yeah, plug definitely. it into the laptop, you know. Bring your laptop with you and just plug it in and go, oh. That's what that looks like. <laughs> Joe's foot is right there in the corner of the <laughs> of the couch or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, and you can also see the quality better. Of course, on a bigger screen. Uh, and the shaking. Totally. And what? Shaking. You know, camera movements, you know. Uh, yeah, well, that was, uh, we had we were using a gimbal, which, like, stabilizes the camera. Um, those are fun. They're a lot of fun, and they do a really, really good job. So shaking wasn't a huge problem, Yeah. which was nice. And you also, now your crew knew each other, right? I mean, I mean, not knew each other, but obviously they did, but they were professional or filmmakers, right? They had that experience? Uh, so, yeah, the DOP was, and, and everyone else was an actor and a professional actor, yeah. So they all had the experience of at least being on the set, and then you have... At least being on set and being around, uh, like, that kind of... Um, vibe so now when you're acting right on a set you come with that I'm you know the best director in the world you know yeah so like I don't have to listen to you I'll just do what I want (laughs) no but now you probably have a different attitude or maybe not even attitude but a different perception when you go there and you're sort of more observant on some things because you want to you know not you're not stealing we all learn from each other you know but um, oh, oh I that's how they how they do yeah. this and that and and then to do what everybody on a set always does as far as I mean on independent um not so much in studio films but um is crowd around the DP and stuff oh what's that and how do you use that and what how do you you know go up to the the grip or something what do you do that you know things like that lighting everybody's really pretty willing to share tips and tricks right on the set yeah so that's something you know and now you have a great excuse well i'm gonna be shooting my next worldwide yeah i need some help on this it's gonna go to another international film festival and who knows i might just win again (laughs) that'd be cool that'd be really cool yeah well we we love repeat offenders and also our film festival (laughs) (laughs) so um all right. So, hey, Ari, unless you have anything pertinent to say, I have a game I'd like to play with you. Here. Let's play. <laughs> I know that didn't sound right. Hold on. No. Um, so there's a there's a game uh, that we play. It's called Shout Out Time. Cool. So uh, you've got 20 seconds. Okay. And... <laughs> You have to dance and turn in circles for everybody to see in the podcast, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But what I want you to do, what I would like for you to do, if you can, I I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot for this, but um, 
give a shout out to as many people as you can think off the top of your head uh, in 20 seconds. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a ready, set, go thing here. Just so that... Ooh. <laughs> so let's see how fast you can come up with a few names. If I'm here. if I'm finished in like ten seconds, is that cool? Of course, that's okay, cool. cool. But try to keep going. <laughs> try, to, <laughs> try to get. Let's I know. <laughs> I know you. You have a lot of people to to thank, anyways. I mean, you could even thank your dog. You know, uh, the guy who. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, the guy who serves you your coffee. I mean, you know, coffee is a big deal. It's it's underrated, but it really helps a lot of people get through a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love coffee. All right, so are you ready? I'm ready. Are you set? And go. Um, so I want to have a shout out to Ian, Adam, Rebecca, Ryan, James, Mickey, Julio, and Josh. Nice. Yeah. That's it, huh? Super succinct. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh. Now you, you were can. serious. I was serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm no more shouting out. Keep it to myself. <laughs> you know why I like this alarm? I watched, I think it was, it was some zombie movie, which was half comedy a long time ago. I think I was like a teenager. And this, okay. this, this, alarm went off somewhere and it was like part of the alarm that went off in this thing and where all the zombies were coming and they were breaking out through chain link fences and stuff and it was awesome and so <laughs> when i heard that i was like oh that reminds me of that zombie film so that's why i picked it it's really annoying <laughs> did you did you steal the sound effect from that film or it just happens to sound no similar? it's actually on my iphone timer <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm using. <laughs> Super hey, <simple>. you know, <laughs> I really am a mobile freak. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that was cool. Never had that happen before where somebody actually finishes before. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. That's that is amazing. There's a first for everything. See, I love it. Um, hmm. well, hey, is there anything else you think our audience well, uh, would you like people to follow you on you want to give out some of your, uh, like social media stuff. Yeah. Like Instagram websites. Yeah. So my, uh, my Instagram is at Ari Tyros and it's spelt A R I S T Y R O S. And Um, and that's that Ari is. Yeah. Ari is spelled A R I S and the S is silent. So that's kind of uh, confusing. Right. That's what I wanted you to to point out. (laughs) Yeah. And so my website is, AriTyros.com. So again, A R I S T Y R O S dot com. Um, yeah. Are you on Twitter or anything like that? Or I am on Twitter. I am on Twitter. I just use Twitter so infrequently Snapchat. that you could follow no, me, but kidding. it wouldn't really. No, I don't have Snapchat. <laughs> I have old accounts. I created an account for every single social media I ran across. Um, and are you and, on them all still? Uh, I don't use them all. I still have them, and once in a while I'll remember and, I, and I'll check in, you know, I'll log in, making sure I, I haven't been hacked, I guess. Yeah. But other than that, like, not all of them. I can't use all of them. But I did, I did that to promote the film festival, like, I mean, way back then, you know what I mean? And yeah. I would make the, you know, the film, mobile film, you know, mobile filmmaking, the International Mobile Film Festival, you know, that kind of stuff. Just to get yeah. the word out there and put it in the description, um, you know, it was just my way of marketing, you know, on a budget. <laughs> totally. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, well, that's great. So, hopefully, everybody, you'll get like a, a million followers. You'll wake up tomorrow morning and you'll win another award, and you'll be super wake famous up to <laughs> two <laughs> million new followers on uh, Facebook and stuff. I um, love that. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Ari, I know it's late for you. I know you've had a long day and everything. Um, yeah, it's like 1 a.m. here. <laughs> I know. I am so sorry. But no, will you stick okay. around a few more minutes after sure. this? Because uh, we have a Patreon page. And one of the things I like to do is to just include one small tip in there, uh, for exclusive like bonus for patrons. 
Okay. So cool. it'll just be a. Do you want that tip now? No, it's gonna okay. have to go. Oh, I mean, I'm going. Tip. We're gonna say yeah. We're gonna say goodbye. Cool. And um, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna share the 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 tips and and I'll ask you something for Patreon. So yeah, it's it's really just for patrons uh as a as a thank you bonus gift for them. Gotcha. All right. So bye everybody. Bye guys. Are you inspired yet? Perhaps you have an idea or a concern uh Something that you can creatively turn into a story and use the camera in your smartphone to turn it into a movie. Okay, talking about movies, the International Mobile Film Festival is taking place next April in San Diego, and you are invited. So join us and be a part of this awesome international community of mobile filmmakers. Go to www.com internationalmobilefilmfestival.com and get all the info. And one last thing, don't miss out on the exclusive bonus podcast waiting for you on Patreon. Show us some love and become a patron so you can access our bonus podcasts. We asked uh, Ari for this episode some tips about making VR movies and it's pretty insightful as we're also going to discuss a bit about the possibility of AR, augmented realities, and VR, virtual reality, films. www.patreon.com patreon.com slash sbppodcast. We'll see you there. Uh-huh.